Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hulu has movies. We're here to tell you again. Hulu has movies that put you in the driver's seat like Ferrari, starring Adam Driver. Hulu has movies that'll terrify you, like the first Omen, plus the entire Omen franchise. Hulu has movies that'll inspire you, like Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay. Hulu has movies that'll make you hold on tight like Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. We've said it before, and we'll keep saying it. Hulu has movies. Not only did I invest 10,000 euros personally, but collectively, family and friends, our total investment was over 250,000 These were your family and friends? Yes. Wow. And then people they had spoken to, and then people they had spoken to, this spread like wildfire. Wow. And uh, so that was within a few months, 250 Thousand Welcome back to Fraudsters, everyone. I'm Cena Gazdavi at Cena Now on all social media. Justin Williams is here as always. You can get him on Facebook as well as justinwilliamscomedy.com. Uh, thanks for joining for the happy hour last night. That was super fun. If you want to join for the next happy hour that we'll plan on in the future or get uh, pre-release info on merch that we'll eventually have, uh, feel free to text us at 412-285-1255. That's 412-285-1255. And we'll start putting that number in the show notes uh, across the shows as well. So today we're going to be continuing our story on Ruja Ignatova, the one coin crypto queen. And I tell you, we have a amazing interview with one of the victims of one coin, Jen McAdam. She's from Scotland and she was a participant in one coin. She was an investor in one coin she started out small and then eventually invested upwards of 10,000 euros. And as you heard, she even got her friends and family to invest upwards of 250,000 euros. And it just kept spreading from there. She's spent the last few years supporting other victims of the OneCoin scam. And she has upwards of 10,000 members that are international to her victim support group. So... She's going to publish a book about her experience. It's called Fake, and there's also going to be a movie adaptation by Scott Z. Burns next year about the book. So rest assured, what you're going to hear is a first-person, on-the-ground account of not just a victim of a fraud, but someone who was brave enough to come out and say that they were a victim and then go and hold space for other people so that they could find a way to heal from all of this, and we're just so fortunate to have her. 
Thank you so much for joining us, Jen. Uh, before we dive into talking about OneCoin, I'd love to hear just a little bit maybe about what life was like before OneCoin. What were you doing before? Well, before OneCoin, five years previous, I was working and had my own business. And, and then I came, I was struck down with a debilitating illness. So within just before one coin, I was really struggling financially. I'd, I'd lost everything. And, you know, I was just trying to make ends meet, as we say here. I'd lost my, I just had lost my dad the year before. So I was still grieving when one coin came along, really. I'm so sorry you went through that. Yeah. Um, so that, that's where I was emotionally and financially. It was tough times. Um, and then one coin came along and I thought it was an answer to all of my prayers, really. Yeah. And how did you first, what was your first instance of, you know, did you first learn about cryptocurrencies first or did you learn about cryptocurrencies and OneCoin at the same time? Well, I had heard of Bitcoin because um, when I, I worked for myself, self-employed and had one business my clients were IT clients mm. and um, so I'd heard them briefly mention Bitcoin but that's as far as my knowledge went so when one coin came along that was them educating me as I saw it at the time that's where I heard of Bitcoin more of Bitcoin the history of Bitcoin OneCoin emphasize that a lot. They really sell the Bitcoin. And I think it's such a difficult thing to confront uh, when you're dealing with this. So I just want to also like thank you for, you know, the courage you're showing, just like being able to talk about this. I think you're helping a lot of people and we'll go through the work that you're doing to help other victims as well. Another thing that we do see a lot when it comes to these fraudsters is that the victims were in a similar position that you were in. They were in a tough time whether it was a physical or financial or emotional, it seems like you had, you know, the whole gamut of things happening to you. And that just makes the situation that much more difficult. Now, what was the first thing that you saw with OneCoin and, and what kind of brought you into it? What was the allure for you? Was it a video, maybe a post, or was it a friend that told you about it? It was my best friend. So when my, my father passed away, he had left some money from his estate and I wanted that money. My friend knew I was wanting to place that money in an investment opportunity that would work for my family. So she approached me and she says, Jen, I've been contacted by this, this person and um, it's a cryptocurrency investment. Have you heard of Bitcoin? I said, oh, I have. She says, I really think you have to listen to what he has to say. I think this could be the investment opportunity you're looking um, for for your dad's money. Is your best friend someone that you've trusted with financial advice and stuff before? Uh, well, I, I, I felt what she, what she had said on that call. She had piqued my interest. We have been mm. school friends. And then we lost touch for a few years and back in touch. So I trusted what she said. So I was I was keen to hear. Because as I said, I was looking for an investment opportunity. I really wanted to put my dad's money in a safe place. 
there was a time factor on it for me as well. And so, I, yeah, I trusted in what she had said. And I said, yeah, I said to her, hook me up with this guy. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to what he has to say. And tell me about that. Who was this guy and, and then how was the how did the connection happen? Well, his name was Apps um, and he's from the UK, England in the UK. And uh, we had a phone call and he was very you know, upbeat. And this is the early adoptive stage, Jen. If you can remember Bitcoin, he started to tell the story of how it started off at 10 cents. And at that time, in um, early 2016, Bitcoin was sitting around about C50, $400. I um, said, you know, you've missed out in that stage, that early adoptive stage, but this was one coin. You're in the, the, the early investment stage, he said, um, and it's growing. The growth is phenomenal. The value right now, he said, is just it's continuing to increase. It's going to be bigger than Bitcoin. At that time, he spoke about of it was a centralized cryptocurrency, whereas Bitcoin was a decentralized cryptocurrency. And um, he put it to me that Bitcoin was easy access to be hacked because mm. it was decentralized. Now, to someone who doesn't have that technology. Yeah knowledge it, it made sense to me at the time he said he said that the centralized cryptocurrency that one coin was if anything went wrong Ruja was there to fix it one coin was there to fix it so yeah on that initial call it was just that type of story and he said would you join i highly recommend you join a webinar easy enough you don't have to pay for a webinar right don't have to pay for it sit at home listen to what they have to say and that's exactly what I did that night. I joined a webinar. And on this webinar, there was about easily 100 people. And um, there was two OneCoin promoters on it. Now, what you have to remember with OneCoin is that the money they put into their marketing was a mess because their marketing was so sleek. It was so, so very well presented. It wasn't, this wasn't a phone call from a fraudster on the phone or an email an email link sent through to you to click. No, this was an, an hour and a half, very well presented presentation. And in this, wow. in this presentation, they started off again with the Bitcoin story, the barter system, you saw video images and a voiceover, very professional voiceover leading you through it. And then Ruja, you saw her credentials, how she worked for McKinsey and Co. You've seen her on the front cover of Forbes magazine, financial IT magazine. You were told how she worked for ShareBank. She had clients such as ShareBank and multi-million dollar projects, Deutsche Bank, Allianz. Who would lie about all of these things, right? Who would lie? That's so many things to lie about. Yeah, and who, who would go to that extent? And then what, what tipped it for me was a senior at, they should do a video presentation over at the Economist European Summit, where she's giving a speech 
with all these European banking dignitaries. And, and she's giving a speech about OneCoin. Wow. And how it was a financial revolution. And, and here is this very, what looked to me like a woman who was, she, she had a doctorate. We were showing that she had a doctorate. And when I seen her at that Economist Summit, I really thought, wow, what an amazing achievement for a woman. She's actually standing there giving a speech to these banking dignitaries. She's changing the, the financial world as we see it. I saw her as being um, so sleek dress, so professional. I was so impressed, really, really impressed. And that ticked a box for me. The element of how Ruja's story as it presented appealed to you on a personal level. Was that really important to see a woman in the sort of corporate and financial world sort of changing it, uh, you know, sort of in a male dominated field? Was that part of the appeal for you? It was actually because um, I had not been in business for 10 years and I worked in a male dominant, you know, it was male orientated industry. And there was a lot of struggles there. So for, to, to see a businesswoman standing in stage within this European Economic Summit and um, what she had um, created in terms of one coin, this cryptocurrency, I just thought it was, she was, uh, I was so impressed. So impressed. It, that's what ticked the box, yeah. So after that webinar, had you decided I'm going to invest my family's money into this at that point, or were you still waiting to feel like you needed more information? I, I felt I needed a little bit more information. So they, what they do is they then add you to these WhatsApp OneCoin groups. And this is where the pressure really starts. This is where the you know, you can start to see the brainwashing aspect at the time coming, looking back, not at the time that I didn't realise that. And they start to, you start to read, um, oh, this 5,000 euro package, as soon as you buy it, um, with one coin being the value at 5 euro 25 just now, the value of that 5,000 euro package is 48,000 euros. As soon as you purchase that package, that, that's what your investment is. And it's only going to get better because we're increasing every day in numbers globally and the value is just going to increase. So there was starting to be pressure. Look, you're missing out. And then the urgency came because they had a thing that was called um, splits. And when this happened, they said that your, your tokens and your package doubled. So they had a, a, a barometer in their back office and, and they would share it in these groups. The splits come and if you want to invest, now is the time to invest because if you don't, you're going to get less coins. So if, if you want the investment just now in this early adopter stage, now is the time to invest. Before the splits. Yeah, before the splits, because once these splits happen, you'll get less tokens, which means less coins for your money. So let me just kind of repeat this back and see if I got it. They wanted you to invest five thousand dollars, is that or five thousand euros, right? And then mm. they were saying that five thousand euros is actually forty eight thousand euros because of how the price of one coin was um, uh, valued at the time and that it would even go up. And then the splits were when they would just double your stack. 
of coins. Yeah. Is that right? And yeah. they, those were actual coins they were giving you for 5,000 euros or were they tokens for the mining? Because we, we read about yeah, that as they well. Were, yeah, they were tokens, they said, and this then they went into mining. So you received a certain amount of tokens in whatever package you bought. Initially, I, I purchased the 1,000 euro package. But then you're reading constantly that, oh, that's not enough to financially change your life. You really, you should be investing in the 5,000 euro package and a book. This Who's is telling what, you this? this? Is, you know, that one coin, that's what they're filtering down into these groups. Um, so you've got all the, you know, it's a pyramid scheme, really. So you have these leaders that all sit at the top, the international leaders, and they filtered information down from Ruja. So you would see videos of Ruja, videos of the co-founder stating, you know, the value, um, she'd done her calculations, the value was, it was going to go up again. Yeah, so it was all filtered down from one coin into these WhatsApp groups where you were placed. And there was a, it was just a sense of urgency to buy yeah. now. Constantly texting you. Again, you're still going through some health difficulties, financial difficulties, mourning yeah. uh, a lost uh, father, yeah. uh, and you're yeah. trying to secure your life for the future. Yeah. And all this pressure yeah. is just mounting. Yeah. And also I felt there was an urgency for, for myself because of my health situation. And, you know, as a parent, you want to make sure your family is going to be okay if, you know, it's not a nice subject to speak about, but when you have a health issue like that hanging over you, you, you just do think, well, if anything was to happen, I want to make sure they're financially okay. Absolutely. So there was that pressure as well. And as you said, the grieving, yeah. So you, you upgraded to an elevated package. When did you start asking friends and family to invest with you? Well, initially it was just, you know, you go for a coffee. And or your friends, and you're, you're speaking to your friends on the phone, you're speaking to family. You say, I've made an investment. What did you invest in? Invested in what? Uh, a cryptocurrency. And then you, you start to relay what they've really relayed to you. They've programmed into you a script, and now you're able to rattle it off. Yeah, you, you rattle off what they rattled off to you. And that got you excited. And also when you're speaking about it, when I was speaking about it, I was so excited. You know, I, I really, this is life-changing for me. And also my friends who introduced me, my best friend, I, she didn't have the money to invest. And I said, I'll help you buy a package. It was a 550 euro package. And so we were, we were so excited. And then she actually got a, she took out a high-interest loan. £2,000 because as I increased my package, so did she and and it was a loan she took out. And the whole time you're seeing your balance increase though too. It's not just that you're putting it in, it's not doing anything. You're not only just talking about, you're saying like, look, I'm seeing this on the screen. The number is going up just as Bitcoin is going up. This thing is going up and we're better than Bitcoin. That's exactly it. And then you see the amount of people, the events Ruja is holding, one coin are holding around the world. Huge events. I mean, they held an event, I don't know if you know the size of Wembley Arena in London. 
It's a mm. huge, oh my God. huge arena. And they felt it with people coming from all over the world to this event. And we, we, she had it in Dubai, people rushing to get to the seats. <laughs> and, and, and so you're not only are you seeing the value go up from this back office, you're, you're seeing these events take place. So you, you personally, I thought, all these people, the value is going up. It is going to be big in Bitcoin. This is incredible. Yeah. And, and the presentation of Ruja, was it kind of the same kind of cult of personality thing? Like, and it's like, you know, uh, from other things we've seen, it's like, and now the woman who is changing the world, give it up for Ruja. And then like Alicia Keys is playing and Pyro is going off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. And she walked in with this. Stunning red gold gown. It was stunning. She was she was absolutely gorgeous, and she walks out to pyrotechnics going off in the stage, and um, this girl is on fire, blasting out. <laughs> you, you really felt as though you were going to a, a, a concert, you know, and and here was this woman, and, and I think at that point people were just, oh wow, she's she's a lot of people invested did. See, I've heard it time and time again. They've seen her as a type of goddess. And, you know, it was that persona that she gave. Um, she was changing your life financially. And yes, she was the stage. Do you think you were investing in one coin or were you investing in Ruja? That's a good question, actually. Well, for me, I was looking for an investment, but certainly invested that the decision was investing in Ruja too. As soon as I seen it at that economist summit, I don't think I would. Right. If you saw Justin and I coming up to you telling you about OneCoin, I don't think you would have invested. No, no huh? Well, you don't think we're trustworthy? <laughs> we're not... No offense, Jake. <laughs> we won't take any offense. It's okay. <laughs> and then obviously this is a cult, right? It doesn't, I don't need oh, to yeah. be a cult expert and neither do any of us here. But yeah. what are some of the other culty types of things? One of the things we've talked about is the hello this thing did you oh, do did yes. you do the the, yes. the finger hello yes and yeah, every photograph that was taken there are over 75 million monthly tubi viewers that's more people than there are in france which means tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast it's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination more popular than loving political revolutions more popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. Hulu has movies. We're here to tell you again. Hulu has movies that put you in the driver's seat like Ferrari, starring Adam Driver. Hulu has movies that'll terrify you, like the first Omen, plus the entire Omen franchise. Hulu has movies that'll inspire you, like Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay. Hulu has movies that'll make you hold on tight like Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. We've said it before, and we'll keep saying it. Hulu has movies. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. 
any time. You don't have to hide how you feel. Pick up your ultimate DIY companion with a skill power tool at Menards. With power and precision at your fingertips, tackle any project with ease. From drilling to sawing, sanding to driving, skill has you covered. Engineered for efficiency and durability, skill power tools deliver quality results every time. Say big on skill power tools. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at You, 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 you held your hand yeah. up by your face. So this yeah. was like the, the pose, yeah. the selfie pose yeah, you the, did this. The, the pose, yeah. And then it was one coin, one life, and then the pose. One coin, yeah. one life. This is, one okay. One coin, one life, and, and the pose. And that was, you'll see that in every single photograph, really, that, that's available publicly. And then also you hear the words in these groups, family. You're the one coin family. The one life family, that's a networking thing. Yeah, very fun. And they tell you, you're actually told, don't listen to Google. Don't read what Google says. Google lies. Don't listen to your family and friends. They don't understand. They don't understand what's happening. This is a financial revolution. Did they have any strong opinions about the BBC or the Financial Times or? Oh, wow, yeah. The BBC, they're liars. You know, they, they were like, they actually, what happened was when the first episode was being broadcasted from the, for the missing crypto queen, I was down, I went down to London for that first episode being aired. And the, the two weeks before it, OneCoin, um, the BBC notified OneCoin to tell them, you know, we're going to air this. And they started um, OneCoin and all the promoters started filtering into the OneCoin, these WhatsApp groups, telling members, what's a list? Here's the address to contact the BBC. Here's the link for the complaints department. And here is what, this is what you say. And they even told them what to say and complain and how to complain and, and the words to use. So that's how they dealt with that. Wow. Yeah. And was there anyone in your circle or your orbit that was like, hey, Jen, I don't think this is a good idea? Yeah, actually, there was a couple of people, friends, and I said, oh, you don't understand. You know, this is in 2016. I said, no, let me explain. I'm already at this point. I'm brainwashed, you know, without realizing it. Yeah, I'm like a one-point puppet. At this point, how much money had you invested when, when, you, when you started hearing from friends? that maybe this wasn't a good idea? Well, I invested, I'd already invested 10,000 euros at that point. Okay. Yeah. And you would go on, what was what was your full amount of investing by the time it was it, all it said was and 10, done? Yeah, it was 10,000 euros. So within a few months, I had invested 10,000 euros. The first, the first week, I invested 1,000 euros. One Got week it. later, I invested in the Tycoon, which was 5,000 euros. And it was the same for my best friend. I purchased her first package of 550 euros. Within a week, she had took out this 2000 high interest loan. So, so it, it, it's really a quick turnaround from you're put into these groups right. until you, you start investing high. And then over the next couple of months, from spring and into summertime, the total was 10,000 euros. Got it. Wow. And 
At what point did it turn for you? What was kind of the moment where you were like, uh-oh, uh, something's not right here? Well, firstly, before that, I would just like to say that not only did I invest 10,000 euros personally, but collectively, family and friends, our total investment was over 250,000 euros. These were your family and friends? Yes. Wow. And then people they had spoken to, and then people they had spoken to, this spread like wildfire. And uh, so was, that was within a few months, 250,000 euros. And you were aware of your friends and family had invested a lot of money. Is that right? You're mm. upward. Maybe yeah. you didn't know that it was upwards of 250K, but you knew that a bunch of people in your network were invested in this at this point, yeah. right? So yeah. what was it yeah. that, that changed? What what started to shift? Well, initially it was over a, a period of time within, um, I would say from the spring um, to the, the winter of 2016, which is quite quick actually. It was a 12 week period um, from a first investor to the first red flag. There was a series of red flags. And the first red flag was we were told that after we had placed for investment was the bigger package, the 5,000 euro package, that we, after 12 weeks, after all these splits had taken place, we would be able to take our initial investment back out if we wanted, or we could take a thousand euros of it back out, you know, or we could just leave it. Well, the 12 weeks came and we were told that wasn't the case. We couldn't get our investment back out. When I spoke to someone in this pyramid uh, step, you know, the ladder, it goes up a higher level. And I said, I was told I could take some of my money back out if I needed it. And uh, no, that's no, no, that's not the case in any way. Why would you want to take your money back out? This is an investment opportunity. Look how much. And by this time, Bitcoin was really growing in value. You're in the early adoptive stage. Are you, are you seriously want to take your money out? You want to lose all that like the pizza guy did in Bitcoin? You know, there was a story of the, this, this guy who invested in Bitcoin in the early stages and he spent his Bitcoins in buying pizza and it turns out it's the most expensive pizza in the world now. Why did you invest in the first place if you want to take your, your one coin out? So you, I went back and, and spoke to my best friend and she said, we both spoke to one another and she's trying to comfort one another. Said, do you know that actually makes sense? Why do we want to take our money out? So you start to psychologically tell yourself, it. yes, that's the word. Yeah. And that's what we started to do. So that was the first red flag. Then um, next thing we see in the, the groups, the bank accounts, the OneCoin bank accounts start to change frequently. What do you mean by that? Well, when you, you're told if, if someone wants to, if, if your friend wants to purchase a package, so you're told you have to send it to this, the sort code, the OneCoin bank account, and this is a sort code in the details. Well, uh, next thing, that, that was changed to another one. Well, you the can't information, anyway. so the accounts in which you were wiring money to, which you thought was a centralized location, right, this yeah. whole time, a safe yeah. centralized location 
was now changing to these other account numbers in other places. Yeah, other wow. other account numbers. And so when I, I started to ask, and um, what, why has that changed again? Because this is happening every every couple of weeks, sometimes, even sometimes once a week or once a month. It, it, it just it was happening regular, and it was it was really annoying me. And uh, you know the thoughts, the niggling thoughts. Do you know what I was? To- Do you know what they told me? What? They said, Jim, the amount of uh, gross one coin is going through right now. Um, the bank system can't handle all the transactions. So it was growing so fast. They told you that the that yeah. the global financial system that has you know built wealth into the multi-trillions couldn't handle yeah. the number of transactions. Yes. And so now these these elements, these flags are now starting to mount for you as feeling suspicious. Yes. So th- th- at that point, um, I remember asking a technical question about nodes. I was asked, someone asked me about nodes. And uh, I went and asked about this, you know, can you explain to me the importance of nodes and, and what 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 it, what they actually are? And and I said, I get told, oh, you're just being so difficult. I mean, we have the banking questions now. Your technology question, you don't need to know that. Said, Isn't what? Wasn't this an education platform to help you yeah. get educated about nodes yeah. and about mining yeah. and about crypto? But here's the thing with the education side of it. I mean, when I joined, it was nothing to do with education. It was all of the words that were used was investment, profit, returns. And then all of a sudden in September 2016, they bring in this education. But the education side that they speak about is PD is downloadable PDF files. That is actually plagiarized. I didn't know this at the time. But it's plagiarized material from other authors' books, yeah. and the, the they didn't even cover really cryptocurrency. They didn't cover you know blockchain technology really. They, they highlighted the words now and again. It's pretty egregious that they plagiarized from the book uh, "I'll Have Your Money When I Have It" by uh, <laughs> Shady Shady Johnson. I'll have your money when I have it. (laughs) So what is the final straw? Did you, was it the moment that Ruja disappeared where you were like, well, this is obviously a fraud or were you already in the, this is a fraud before she disappeared? I I was just at that point, come November time, 2016, I think I was comforting myself with what the, the excuses because and I think a lot of victims are still doing that to this day because it, they, they saw it that it, this could be a fraud. That's too sore. That's too it's too, it's too um, emotionally um, hard to face. And, no, it's and, so difficult. You invested time and money into something, and yeah. and it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. And 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 a lot of people, victims, they gave their life savings. They've sold houses, land, you know, it's ripped the hearts from families and individuals. So facing that, I think it was an easier option at that point to say, 
to take what they were saying, the excuses that they were giving and, and trying to comfort. But in November um, 2016, an American chap named Timothy Curry contacted me on Facebook and he's like, that is a scam. And, and I was like, what? And I said, oh, God, I'd, I'd seen his name um, in these OneCoin WhatsApp groups from OneCoin leaders. That's what they call them, OneCoin leaders. And saying, if this, this chap, Timothy Curry, approaches you, block him. He's crazy. He's a maniac. He's a Bitcoin uh, lover. He's a OneCoin hater. And that goes back to, again, the, the cult aspect also. You're told that to ignore family and friends or anyone who says to you one coin's a fraud, they're a hater, they're a Bitcoin lover, you know. So the, these people, um, again, you know, the word used all the time is hater, they're a hater. So if they trying to tell you it's a fraud, no, they're a hater. What do you think is the relationship between Ruja and Bitcoin. Why was Bitcoin playing such a huge role in the culture at OneCoin? Well, I think Ruja comes from a financial background. And previously she had, they had a scam before this called Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah, Bitcoin. And her and the co-founder started this and they took... 50 million in that scam from investors. So I really think that, that in her circle also, um, and this is noted in the USA Department of Justice court document files, OneCoin court document files, that OneCoin is connected to an Eastern European criminal network. So, you know, they're very clever and they're, they're worth the trends. And this was, this was good timing. So what you're saying is not only was uh, this a fraud and they had one before, and I want to kind of get back to this question, but that Ruja and Sebastian Greenwood, her her co-founder in this thing, yeah. were connected to what, the, the the Russian mafia? Well, they haven't come out and said exactly what, maf- what mafia is. Um, but, you know, there's connections in the OneCoin court trials so far that speak of uh, Eastern... European criminal network. So when you see it um, in the in the court documents, it's really what do what, what do you think? You know. So I guess uh, going back to my question, I wanted to kind of figure out like they kept talking about Bitcoin all the time, yeah, and they made yeah. it like an adversarial situation. Hmm. Wh- why do you think that is? What do you think it was it about Bitcoin that that made its way into the culture at OneCoin? I just think it was, you know, the, the, the story of, of Bitcoin is really an attractive story. I mean, people are struggling financially globally and, and the banks, you know, they're not offering good deals, so to speak, and that was happening there. And, and Ruja seen this and jumped on it. Yeah. yeah. So she disappears and that's got to be upsetting and crushing and just super difficult at that at that point can you kind of take us to that moment when you when you realize that this was it yeah so this is october 2017 already by this time i've realized it's a fraud and um i've founded the one coin victim support group so we have you know victims investors are starting to join with concerns um, I'm, I'm working with others, exposing 
this um, globally. And um, we're asking questions, we're shaking the, you know, we're shaking the, the one coin tree, so to speak. And um, at this point, Rusha, she, she also gave birth. Um, well, she didn't give birth, it was a surrogate baby, we're told. So we're told that she's starting to slip from public events slowly. And um, we're, we're told that she's on maternity leave. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Hulu has movies. We're here to tell you again. Hulu has movies that put you in the driver's seat like Ferrari, starring Adam Driver. Hulu has movies that'll terrify you, like the first Omen, plus the entire Omen franchise. Hulu has movies that'll inspire you, like Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay. Hulu has movies that'll make you hold on tight like Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. We've said it before, and we'll keep saying it. Hulu has movies. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Pick up your ultimate DIY companion with a skill power tool at Menards. With power and precision at your fingertips, tackle any project with ease. From drilling to sawing, sanding to driving, skill has you covered. Engineered for efficiency and durability, skill power tools deliver quality results every time. Save big on skill power tools. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at And then early October, we hear in tip from internal, uh, and I was, you would call it informants, a one point informant, um, who said, listen, um, I've got an email to Ruja, one coin leaders, including myself, were not getting a response. And then she never turned up at the Lis Lisbon event in Portugal. She was meant to turn up there. That was between the 6th and 8th of October. She never turned up there. So she wasn't, we knew she wasn't replying to email communication at this point. But then in the, around about the 21st of October, a Bulgarian newspaper cited her on a yacht, apparently. So there was emotions like, oh, is, is, is this her going to, is this her going to, you know, is this her exit? But then we were getting more and more information within the, the OneCoin groups from OneCoin informants saying, no, there's still no reply from Roja. So my thoughts at that point was, is this her exit strategy? Is she just going to go quietly, stating that, oh, it's maternity leave, she's going to go? Has she been arrested or has she been murdered? You know, um, 
But I was really hoping and praying with all I had that she was arrested. That's what I was hoping at this point. Did anyone, uh, did you or anyone in the support group you had started, try to engage the authorities um, and, and let them know? And what was their response? Yeah, for, for over a year, we had spoke to authorities because um, there was a, a global group of people, lots of people, um, notifying authorities who would notify banks and um, so there was some people that spoke to, if they stayed in America, they would speak to the USA authorities. UK, we would speak to UK authorities. So at this point, um, I can only speak for the UK authorities. They didn't, they didn't say much at all. They, were, they just said, thanks for the information type thing. I did, I did speak to a contact there regularly, but you were just thanked for the information. Um, but there was never, nothing, no feed, nothing back from them. Nothing came back from them. Very silent, really, about things. Silent like they didn't respond or silent like we're processing it through the channels and we'll get back to you? Yeah, processing it through the channels and get back to you. And um, just this contact that I spoke to, it said to me, you know, Jen, just keep advising people not to invest and, um, you know, you can confirm that there is a UK OneCoin investigation. OneCoin was denying the one, uh, UK investigation, um, but the, the contact in the police authorities in the UK had said, you know, it is, they confirmed the UK investigation. So it was just like, keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, keep supporting victims and... Um, and any updates, I'll let you know, and you can pass that one to the victims. So it was that type of thing. And tell us how you're interacting with other victims at this point. What is that experience like, and what has it been like since you started the group? It's been so heartbreakingly sad. Um, for, for over four years now, um, it's an international um, group. And we have victims from all over the world. So the phone is continuously going different time zones. I don't know what sleep is anymore. Um, and it's just heartbreaking to hear the devastation and the emotional state of victims. I can't tell you how many people I've spoke to who are suicidal. Okay, mm. I've lost count. Um, yeah, it's, 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 um, how are you holding space? It's been difficult. How are you holding space for that? Um, hearing people's stories and their devastation. And that's why I just, I decided to uh, write more about this is, is, is what has kept me going because I just, I think it's horrendous what victims have had to go through not just the loss financially, but emotionally, how they've been treated by authorities, how they've been ignored, how they've faced walls of silence, no help, no support, and then also how they've been treated in this one coin, especially for the victims who tried to speak out and they were shut down through legal threats, through violence threats, and just the, the sheer devastation that this scam has caused to so many people worldwide, and it's, it's difficult. There is no way I could, I could walk away um, from this. And that's what kept me going for, for justice for the one coin victims. 
and uh, exposing this scam to protect other innocent people from going through this hell. And you started this group in what, late 2016? Um, yeah, and, no, early, early 2017. Early 2017, got it. Initially, I just opened it up to keep my own network updated from the police, what was happening. And then before we'd, I knew it, I'd request for other um, members that I didn't know internationally asking to join. And uh, now we have over 10,000 members. Um, and it's increasing every day, the, the request to join the group. 10,000 members. And then have you have do you have a sense of what the collective amount of investment lost was across your group? Not at this point in time what the collective was. But what, what I would say is the Missing Crypto Queen did an amazing uh, podcast and raising awareness of this. But they couldn't, they only scratched the surface. And they, they say four billion, but that was in the first two years. And they t- one coin took four billion and five years of 15 billion. So you can imagine how much loss is, is within the victim support groups. What that figure is, I, I couldn't confirm at this point, no. And then you're saying it, because it still continued, right? The one coin didn't necessarily go away after Ruja left. It continued to trade and, and it was under One Life or something? It, they changed the name and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, One Life is, is the networking site. So it was just another name. They, they used the two. One coin is still continuing today. Yeah. Just recently, this last, uh, last week, we get information, and uh, they now have a, an app on Google Play. By the way, Google Play, the wild west of app stores. You can put yeah. anything up there. Yeah, called One App. It's still continuing. The head office is still open in Bulgaria for business. And as long as that head office is open, this doesn't seem to be going in. It just seems to, uh, it's a chain that just keeps on going. So it's fair to say that the that the international authorities, the UK authorities, even the American authorities, Interpol, anyone, they've all failed. They all kind of missed being able to bring justice to this because they still are. This thing is still being traded, and victims are still not made whole yet. Yeah, not still being still ongoing. But I would like to say for the USA authorities that they're the ones that's it's it's really stood up here and 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 done something about this um, as as much as they can. So already they've charged Ruja. I've just made a note of it here. She's charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in America, wire fraud, money laundering conspiracy, and conspiracy to commit securities fraud and securities fraud. She's on the run. But they've charged her in, yeah. in, in the US. And also they hold her brother. Um, they've charged him. Um, the co-founder, they have him also Sebastian Greenwood in the New York jail and different USA money one coin money launderers so the US are leading in here and I'm so thankful for that but there's there's um it's just delays upon delays upon delays and you know COVID happened and 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 amongst it at the same time so um but with with Regarding the UK authorities and other international authorities, it's shocking. Um, it's neglectful what has happened here. The one uh, in UK, they've closed the investigation. There's no arrest, and I know they have 
lots of information for arrests. There's no arrests. And it's the same for for victims um, around the world. Even in places of, I hear victims in Africa, in India, Pakistan, they can't even go to report it to their financial authorities or their police authorities for things like they're worried of corruption and that type of thing. So it's it's life-threatening for them to report it. But in terms of there's authorities in the UK, and there's nothing for victims. There's no help. There's no support. There's no arrest. There's no sign of any justice. Yeah, that just makes your job as a victim support advocate that much more difficult. Yeah, and that, that's why I'll, you know, I'm, I'm here doing what I've been doing the last four years. Someone has to do it. Yeah, when everyone else fails. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're grateful that you've stepped up and, and you're holding space for so many people, which I can't imagine how difficult that must be. Mm-hmm. Would you ever look at cryptocurrencies in the same way again? Or is it is this an anomaly, you think? Yeah, no, I do believe um you know, Bitcoin, that, that is a genuine cryptocurrency. There are genuine cryptocurrencies out there. So I just feel that there, in amongst that, there is lots of frauds. And unless, unless you know what you're investing in, or you have knowledge in what you're investing in, if you don't have that, don't invest in it. Because the fraudsters are there and they're lapping this up. Do believe in what Bitcoin stands for? You know, I, I still believe in in that. I still I still like the aspect of it. And I, and every now and again, I, I, you know, I have a small investment in it. But as for the the what the one coin and the the fake cryptocurrency frauds, they're out there, and the fraudsters are just waiting to pounce. So unless if you don't have any if you don't have any knowledge, don't invest in it. That would be my advice. Stay away. Jen, thank you so much for your time and the the work that you've done. I'm so sorry that that this happened to you and your friends and family and all the victims that are in your group. I'm happy that you know we could do a little bit and getting the message out there. And also, you've got a, a book and a movie that's going to come out. So. We look forward to watching that. Maybe we could all have a viewing party together and we can like burn the one coin education materials or something <laughs> like that. If you want to do any mass one coin uh, burnings, let us know. We're happy to help out here at Fraudsters. Yeah. Thank you so much, Justin Cena. I really appreciate it. And thanks for inviting me on. Our pleasure. Uh, thanks. It's been lovely. Take care, everyone. Keep safe. Well, thanks, Jen, for that chat. That was amazing. Justin, you know, after the interview, she said uh, you were a little quiet during that time. (laughs) I can't imagine why you weren't throwing in zingers during that interview. Yeah, well, I was going to keep my air horn uh, app healthy when she's like, and then we lost 250,000 euros. Oh, my God. That was so difficult. To, to just, you know, hear that. But also, I, I mean, I am humbled by the amount of courage she had. She had so much going on. And what did we hear from the very beginning of that interview? That someone in a vulnerable position, she was financially vulnerable, emotionally vulnerable, and even in health, when it comes to physical, she was physically vulnerable. 
And then someone came in and gave her the answers to everything. And this is what fucking happens. I'm actually interested in kind of the woke angle of this, too, is like the feminist fraudster. The You know, you see this cut with the Elizabeth Holmes thing as well, right? It's like the part of the affinity fraud of being a woman in corporate America or like finance or like inventing or something like that as like a key to defrauding people. Like it's kind of interesting how you can like weaponize wokeness against people. Yeah, I mean, look at the, you know, I don't think Sheryl Sandberg maybe rises to the level of fraudster because she seems like she's just a big corporate executive. But, you know, her book was very popular. Her story is one that's very compelling among women in corporate culture. But if you look at what the actions of Facebook have been over the last couple of years, you may think twice about something like that. And yeah. it's all about when we put people on a pedestal that you can get into some trouble. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought it was interesting the way that... Uh, yeah, she's doing Wembley Stadium and she has pyrotechnics and she's coming out. And I'm like, that's the same thing that the British Bulldog got when he wrestled Bret Hart at Wembley Stadium at like SummerSlam. And it's like, <laughs> it's the same storytelling. It's like, this person yeah. is important. This is the main event, you know. The pyrotechnics gave me such WWF vibes. I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't get away from it either. And it, it just... They know how to put on a show. And the other thing there, how slick the marketing was. I mean, it's amazing to me. Even the things they were saying at the very outset were blatantly false and that uh, a cryptocurrency expert would have been able to poke holes in it. But if you already are convinced that this is the answer, you're just going to keep rolling with it. Yeah, you do, and you know, the, you know, there's you know, there's a certain part of you know all these crazy returns on investment. There's the greed part, and then it's the cult part. The the stop listening to these people; they're haters. You know what I mean? It's always that's always the key part of it. Once once somebody delivers you to their message, and they start telling you that anybody that challenges their message is you know wants to hurt you, or that you shouldn't even listen to their argument, it's like that's when they've got you. And that's what's also crazy is that it wasn't just Ruja, right? She convinced other people down the line in the pyramid, as it were, to also go along with this. And a lot of them, from my research, they were actually knowingly disseminating this false information. They didn't care that OneCoin was false. They knew they were making money by the networking aspect of it, getting people into this educational curriculum, getting people to become investors. They knew if they would get commissions every time. So there was a good chunk of people that were other fraudsters that were attracted to the centralized fraud that was OneCoin. That was about the only thing centralized about it, I think. I, you know, I tell my extended family this, too. I go, anything that is in WhatsApp, I, I always figure that it's a scam. Oh, my God. Amen. Anytime somebody's like, you got to come to my WhatsApp, I'm like, there, there's nothing good going on in WhatsApp. <laughs> What if you what if you have foreign relatives or something like that? That's good. You get to communicate. No, no, we did. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I like I like a cousin in China, and so we have a family group chat because of that. And I go, that's the only yeah. thing that's happening on there. But anything yeah. else is you're gonna get in trouble. Like you're trying to, you're on some <laughs> you know, it's app. funny you say that because remember, Doctor Umar had his own WhatsApp group. Yeah. For. For his for his donations, so I, I I sent several messages to Dr. Umar. Still haven't heard back from him, by the way. Still haven't heard back. You're not part of the, the donors club that will build 17 schools that will teach <laughs> the black man the true history. Have you heard of the new cryptocurrency, Umar coin? Uh, I bet you he's in that because everybody's getting into these crypt like precisely because of the fraud. I bet you there's a black coin. Oh yeah, God. 
I'm sure there is. We'll find it. It's just in the shape of an Egyptian god or something. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, I'm Cena Gassidy at Cena Now. Be sure to hit us up on community 412-285-1255. Justin, anything going on for you? Anything you want to plug? You want to plug your Instagram finally? No, uh, but I do want to plug uh, <laughs> justinwilliamscomedy.com. If you send me an email, I'll come to your house. All right. Big thanks to Emily Fusco on research. Hannah Shaw on legal research. Hazel Bryan for producing. Marie Anderson uh, for editing. And, of course, Jen McAdam for her time today. We really appreciate it. And if you want to listen to uh, another great podcast on this, The Missing Crypto Queen by the BBC was also really good. Very helpful uh, when we were going through this. So this has been a production of Zero Cool Media and Last Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 